Let me get a 10-piece hot, extra crispy, extra wet. Let me get a blue cheese. Matter of fact, two. I'm on celery and fries and a peach drink. And make sure my fries is hot because they was cold last time. You are now listening to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast with the Young Aunties. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast hosted by us, your young aunties. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. So we down here in the South, and y'all know it's rude for us to walk in the room and not introduce ourselves. So we're going to go ahead and start with that. Kay, kick us off. What's going on, y'all? It's Curb, Auntie Kirby, a.k.a. Where's Kirby in? A.k.a. The West Side Wood Nymph, checking in from the squats as usual. All right, Jay, let them know who you are. Hey, y'all, this Jazzy Cock and Hammer coming from the east side. Glad to be in this motherfucker one more again. Right. We got Double C over there. Let them know who you are, ma'am. Hi. You know, it's your girl Coco and Curvy. You know, Florida made Georgia pay. And I am your favorite homegirl, Nick, from the old school life on you. Where we put it on you. And we all in the room today to talk about some good, juicy, juicy stuff on the menu. All right. Um, before we do anything, y'all know what we got to do. We got to see what we eating on to get our wing order of the day. Jazzy, what you got on your plate? Y'all, um, does anybody use that Tony Creole seasoning? Yeah, Tony yes, Shattery. Yes, 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 I can't yes. say that C word, girl. I call it Tony, Tony Shattery. That, that was Chattery, Chapper, whatever, girl. Yeah, that, okay. <laughs> so, so it put me in the, I want to do a 10 piece mm. Cajun wing. Oh, come on. Extra crispy. Ooh. Uh, with blue cheese dressing. Ooh. I want to do some onion rings with that thing today. Well, I've been wanting some onion rings all week. Yeah, yeah, Auntie, some onion rings with Summertime. some celery and carrot sticks. Mm. And I'm going to mm. um, try to keep it healthy <laughs> and drink some water. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That sounds really good. And I've been wanting some onion rings literally all week. Have yet yeah. to get any good. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe next week I'll get me some onion rings. Or maybe I'll get them today. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, what you eating on, boo? Uh, you know what, y'all? I'm, I'm going to have to do healthy. I've been tripping. You know, I do keto. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to get me a good salad. A good, a good salad. Some Cajun baked chicken on top of the salad. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to have my, my, my vegetables. You know, yes. my... my <laughs> Tomato. <laughs> gotta have my tomatoes. Gotta have my boiled egg. And I think I'm gonna do some on my cucumbers. Definitely my cucumbers. And my ranch. And I'm gonna have an ice on the side. You know, I think I'm gonna do the uh strawberry kiwi, kiwi strawberry ice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Kay, what you eating today, boo? Literally, I'm eating a 12-piece shrimp. Um <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, but I'm gonna also get like a little six piece. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some intersectionality today. Okay. I want mm-hmm. garlic mixed with ranch. Mm. Okay. Um, of course, always extra crispy and definitely extra wet because I want wet and dry ranch on these. Okay. Oh. 
super tangy, super sweet, super garlicky. Um, definitely also got, got a little healthy uh, piece to it. I'm gonna do a green smoothie on this. Oh, oh, I'm gonna throw a little good. spinach, I'm gonna throw a little kale, a little ginger, lemon, cranberry. I know for those of you who like fruit-based smoothies, you probably think it's nasty and that's good for you. My intestinal <laughs> tract loves me for my lifestyle. Um, and I'm going to do definitely some water as well. And then I'm going to do a piece of vegan cheesecake. Ooh. Oh, okay. Throw a dessert in there all right now. Well, I think y'all have inspired me. Well, I'm going to take a little bit from everybody. I think I want me to order a shrimp, but I want some of that Creole seasoning. Okay. On that shrimp. Okay. You know, I, I do want me some celery and some um some carrots. I want me a few good good crispy onion rings, just a few. You know, and then I want me some sliced tomatoes and cucumbers on the side as well. Okay. Come on, Sunday dinner. <laughs> you know, you have a little eclecticness on your plate. Like, you know, it don't, it don't, it don't match, but it goes. You know, right. <laughs> and I think I'm gonna give me a good little sparkling ice too. I'm gonna get a little black raspberry. Mm, that's my uh, girl. You know, a little black raspberry sparkling that's my ice. Favorite. Yeah, that is your favorite. <laughs> and that, yeah, I think that's what I'm eating on today. And okay. I'm giving some house ranch. Some good house ranch to dip my little shrimp in, and my little uh, my little veggies and stuff. Yeah, so it sounds like we all about to eat good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now that we got our plates together, Miss Jazzy, Miss Jazzy, tell me who is our auntie of the day? Yes, ma'am. So y'all know to uh, uh, this month is Pride Month. Okay, and mm-hmm. so. I wanted to highlight one of our, our sisters that's doing some amazing things. Well, I like her as an actress. And her name is Dominique Jackson. Okay. She's a, I'm about to murder how to pronounce this. Tobago Nian. Did I say it right? <laughs> She's from Tobago. <laughs> yeah. Toboggan, Tobogan. I'm not sure, child. Toboganian, American transgender actress, author, model, and reality television uh, personality. Oh, she's most known for her leading role as Electra Abundance on the FX television series Pose. Y'all, I love Pose. You tonight do. Is, <laughs> tonight is the last uh, episode. Don't remind me of the final season, y'all. I'm devastated. I'm not gonna even watch it tonight. Uh, any, anywho's, but I love her. She's a model. She is model for Vogue España and for Mercedes Benz Fashion Week. Um, she's also a community activist. She participates with um, an organ, a nonprofit organization called Destination Tomorrow in the Bronx that provides outreach and services to the LGBTQ community. And she's written her own autobiography um, titled, oh my God, where is the title at? I just had it. The Transsexual from Tobago. Okay, get it. Okay, I didn't you wrote a book. Okay. Yeah, so she's she's doing a lot of stuff. I love her. I love how she reads everybody on if you watch Pose, she be reading the bitches up and down and around the corner, and I love it. So yes, shout out to Dominique Jackson. Yes, yes. Dominique Jackson. Yeah, I uh I hate to admit I have never watched Pose, but it is on my list 
to okay. binge, you know. I want to, I got to binge because, you know, you stuff like that, you got to start season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. You got to like watch it straight through. So it is on my list to binge watch and I'm actually looking forward to being able to sit down and actually watch it and get into it because I've heard literally nothing but good things. I've never heard a bad review of Pose. Um, and I have seen um, pictures of Dominique Jackson and she's absolutely beautiful. Um, I think she's super talented and does a really good job on the shows. I did not know that she wrote an autobiography. So now I'm really interested to read that. Um, maybe it'll be one of our books of the month. Who knows? Um, and yeah, so I guess, you know, we'll, we will go with that. All right. I, I'm not getting it until the month, uh, until the day. Yeah. I didn't know she was a writer. That's really, mm-hmm. um, wow. Right on point. And thank you. And right on time for, for the month that we celebrate. So that's awesome. Okay. Well, it is time to get into that menu to see what is on the menu today up first. Y'all, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it because everybody else talking about it. <laughs> All right. Everybody got something to say. Some are pro, some are con. Bonnets. <laughs> big topic of discussion <laughs> this last week, y'all. Believe it or not. Bonnets. If you're unfamiliar with what a bonnet is, for anybody listening, a bonnet is basically a silk satiny um, hat <laughs> that women, especially women of color, um, tend to wear, um, especially at night, to protect our hair. Um, but you can wear it, uh, according to some, any and everywhere, and some say it's just for the house or at night. The topic came up when um, someone posted a picture of um, a group of black women at the airport um, and they all had on bonnets. And the comment said something about, I didn't even get everybody in the picture. It was more women, I guess, that he didn't picture in the photo that had bonnets on as well. And he was kind of expressing his disdain for it, saying he didn't like that they had that on in public. Um, you had people like Plies, I think, made a comment like, hey, ladies, I ain't trying to get in y'all business, but ain't that supposed to be for the house? Um, we have other people like uh, Roddy Rich um, who commented saying, you know, like basically he didn't have no problem with it. It's a woman feels confident, you know, to walk out the house and whatever she feels comfortable walking out on, and he likes that. Um, and yeah, you, we just had a plethora of comments. Um, most uh, famously this week, Monique did a video. Mm-hmm. Uh, actress, comedian uh, Monique, um, say basically t- talking to, "Hey, my babies, y'all know how she do." <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Mo love you for real. <laughs> um, letting everybody know that she don't agree with it. Basically, Monique said, "Stop walking out that house." Uh, with them bonnets on y'all head, stop walking out dressed any kind of way. She didn't just talk about bonnets, basically, any kind of way. She's basically saying, walk out the house being presentable. Um, that there was a time when being presentable was an important thing, and she's not seeing that anymore. 
Um, so she was challenging everyone to just uh, fix that and stop doing those things. And for those who see the um, younger people, I guess, especially doing it, to tap them on the shoulder and school them and let them know that they can do better. This caused a lot of conversation, y'all. And I know y'all probably saw it, so I have to get your opinion. Jazzy, I'm coming to you first. Do you first? I want y'all to tell me: Do you wear bonnets in public, or would you? Do you have a problem with it? And what do you think about all the conversation? Um, I do not wear bonnets in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wear them at home, and if I have to like lay my edges, I'll put a scarf around my edges, like a bandana scarf around my edges, and mm-hmm. I'll wear that on the way to work. But I don't wear no type of head dress garments, uh, uh, scarves in public um nothing that i sleep in to keep like my hair protected i don't wear it in public and frankly that shit is ghetto to me that shit is ghetto it is it's to me it's ghetto it's like you couldn't have done anything to your hair and what makes it worse is when they have a bonnet on a a, a tank top pajama pants mm. and flip-flops and they flapping through the goddamn stove or walking down, you'd be like, what in the hell is, so you couldn't have put, because I'll go out the house, I'll put a sweatpants on, a shirt, I'll do something to my hair, I'll make myself look presentable, and I'll go to the store, if it's like a Saturday or Sunday, I do not go out looking like that, that shit looks a mess, it just, it just it, it's not a good look for black women to continue doing that, and I think these younger, these younger folks, they, they it's like a trend or something. Like it's a it's a new trend. That shit ain't cool. It's not cute. Ooh. And Mo, I agree with everything that Monique said. She said it out of love. Some of y'all hoes is getting in y'all feelings <laughs> because y'all know that shit don't look. It does not look good <laughs> at all. I'm for real. My grandma, auntie, mama, daddy taught taught me not to go out the house looking any type of way because I was a representation of them and myself as well. So do you want people to perceive you as a damn ghetto rat, a bird? But okay, I go go ahead, y'all. What y'all think? <laughs> Ooh, Coco. Um, Talk I to agree it. with Jazzy. I personally do not wear bunnies outside my house. Like I just don't do it. Like I'm and I'm not doing it. Um, even if my hair isn't done, I'm gonna put a hat on. That's why I keep hats. Yeah, I keep me a good old baseball cap hat. Like, and I can just throw my hat back in the ponytail, whatever. But I personally am gonna look presentable. Um, my mom was very 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 clear when we was young you do not walk out the house looking any type of way and it just you know followed me into my adult life you know my mom don't walk out the house any type of way and neither am I like I'm not wearing pajamas to the store me personally now if you want to wear it that's on you but I'm not looking like that for myself um I don't know sometimes it just really give me like Dirty vibes, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I just don't, I'm not like I, if I'm, it just looked like you rolled out the bed and went to the store. It don't look like you brush your teeth, it don't look yeah. like any of that. And you could have, and you could have, but I just, you know, I'm just not walking out the house with a bunnet on, with a scarf on. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, if I do need to lay my edges down, which you know, mine's laid by themselves, but sometimes you know, it, it is what it is. I would put like a, a silk scarf on in the car on my way to work or wherever I'm going but it's look it's coming off <laughs> it's coming off I don't care if I'm going to the mailbox I'm not going with the button on my head I'm just I just don't walk outside like that me personally I don't 
Okay. Kirby, what you think? You got a problem with the bonnets? You good with it? What you, where you stand? I stand at a place of multiplicity. So, on the one hand, I ha- I saw some of the reactions, and one reaction I partially agreed with, which is it's less about the bonnet and more about the behavior that comes with it. Is that, um, I'm sorry, is that, is that Monkey Donnyville? Yeah. The other piece that I feel as a Black woman who was always being acted upon and having opinions exerted upon about how I look, what I do, where I'm going, and how I'm spending my money, what my coochie hairs look like, are they curled up, can you tie them in a bow, um, or in a <laughs> knot, or throw them over your shoulder like a continental bow. Um, <laughs> the part of me that grew up with my grandparents, who are a part of the silent generation, screams, Jesus Christ, y'all, please stop doing this. But the liberated Black woman in me says, leave Black women the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, personally, personally, yes, I do wear a bonnet outside, but I don't wear a just a bonnet. I tend to put on an actual head wrap around my bonnet. Number one, I personally, regardless of what how how people may feel about it, I do not physically feel comfortable with just a bonnet on my head. It makes it, it makes me itch if I go outside because of the fact that this is something that I use inside my home typically only. Mm-hmm. Or I put it on my hair and then put a head wrap, whether it's a gale or some other type of head wrap on when I go outside. Um, but I do feel very strongly about people minding their own motherfucking business. <laughs> if it is not your child or people that run in your circle, because let's be realistic, you know, this is also a conversation about class. Mm-hmm. We know who go outside in bonnets and we know who don't. Um, our cousins and them. And the reality, and if I can speak specifically to Monique saying it, Monique is in a different uh, a different tax bracket, but she's still from Baltimore. You got some cousins that's out here in bonnets at Crozier and Publix and Trader <laughs> Joe's right now. <laughs> so I would rather have the conversation versus policing black women and what they dress, how they dress and what they wear on their head outside. I would more so like to address the mentality and the behavior <laughs> because to Auntie Coco's point, all that clacking up in, in the grocery store and the loud talking and the on FaceTime and this, that, and the third. It's a lot. But we have to have a, a what I what Auntie uh, Nick likes to call kitchen table talk. We need to have some kitchen table talk about what behavior we as Black people find acceptable for one another. Mm-hmm. And what makes sense for us going forward. So I guess ultimately my opinion is I prefer not to wear my bonnet out in the way in which it was described by Monique and all the different viral stuff that's been going on. But I also just really don't care about how people feel about what black women do because you're not paying our bills. You do not have a pension for us. You don't care about us. Y'all got us dying and stuff like that out here. There are more important things to be concerned about than whether I got a bonnet on. And here's the the true tea. Whether I got a bonnet on or not, my debit and my credit and my American Express swipe just fine. (laughs) Issue with it. Truly. If you got an issue with it, go ahead and tell me to walk my behind out the store, make a new dress code like how they did old buddy the other week, even though he knew he was wrong. Say no bonnets, no no uh no wife beaters, no sagging pants, no uh Chinese slippers, none of that. Just put it up on the front door. Mm-hmm. Tell me don't come through here. But like mm-hmm. it's just for me, it's just I, I'm sitting at a lot of different angles. Like on mm-hmm. the one hand, it's just like really y'all, you couldn't like you said put a baseball cap on, but at the same time, it's just like it really ain't none of y'all motherfucking business what a bitch look like when she walk out the house 
Like, and honestly, I feel like in 2021, if you're going to provide certain types of opinions to people, especially around things that have monetary and social uh, impacts, pay for it. Mm-hmm. I want Auntie Monique to make her own line of uh, less offensive bonnets um, and also start making classes for the girls so they can learn how to stop talking so fucking loud in public. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, but like, it, I think it goes back to be minding my business. I don't do it and I'm not going to do it, but you know, I know people who do it. I ain't finna, but I'm not going to tap them on their shoulder and be like, you know what? You shouldn't wear a bunny. But like, see, that's you, the thing. That's what Monique did. She I'm not tap doing, people on the I'm shoulder. I'm going to mind my business because it ain't me. Like, honestly, it's not me. And you know, some people really don't care. So I think it do kind of go back to minding your business and doing whatever works for you. And it's also how we act when we are in public. Like, it, you don't take all that. We know you in here. I see you. I ain't got to hear you. Because I also be seeing aunties that be dressed to the nines and be having all the nine wear shoes and the ASOS and the Gucci, Louis Prada, whatever, and be at the public's customer service talking about some, uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. So That's just, true. you know, I, but I, I get what the sentiment was, but unfortunately, Auntie Monique just, I don't think that she communicated that very well, especially for the audience that she's addressing at this point. Because when you get on the internet, you're not just addressing your friends, Monique, you addressing all the Gen Z's and the millennials and the black radical liberal liberalists and all of that stuff. And so, you know, it just is what it is. And honestly, considering the experience that she's had in Hollywood, she needs to stop policing black women, period. But that's a whole nother conversation. But let me, let me throw something in there. Mm-hmm. How like how do you address something like that? Because it's a lot of other stuff that needs to be said in the black community about a lot of other stuff that's going on in our community. So how do you how do you talk about stuff like that? It's it's no sensitive. Stop wearing that shit. I'm serious, y'all, because I feel like people and we know that all black women don't do this or all black women don't act like that. But people outside of our culture, they have a tendency to generalize all of us and mm-hmm. say that we all act like that and we all do that. But why so, do we care? You know what? I don't. I care because I'm tired of my black people in our community. We looking crazy. We we. But that's a whole nother looking crazy to other crazy people. I agree. I just I just want black folks to do a little bit better. But that's a whole nother. And I ain't trying to pressure you because here's the reality: black people are the starters of style. We're the ones that most people learn how to dress for, how to be cute, etc. So like we are actually the 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 proprietors of style in the first place. Um, and like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm just playing, you know, devil's advocate a little bit. Yes, we do need to do better from a cultural standpoint. Absolutely. At the same time, I just, I, 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 I am not interested in <laughs> a narrative that is being moved by somebody who does not have their hand on the pulse of what's actually going on. This mm. There's a lot of, rev- there's a lot of liberation going on mm. in 2021. And I'm not saying that we got to die on the hill of wearing bonnets in public and being loud on FaceTime at the airport. <laughs> at the same time, when we police one another and when we tap each other and pull each other's coattails, like, for example, the way Monique went about it, to a certain degree, that almost gives people outside of the culture permission because she mm. went on a public platform. Oh, well, okay. if Monique said that you black bitches should stop walking around <laughs> with bonnets on and being loud mm. that it must be accurate because a black woman said it on this platform so i think it's just a matter of she's got to be a little bit and and 
all, all black people, be careful about talking about our business in front of everybody because then you give everybody permission to comment on our business. What your okay. parents used to tell you when you was little? What stay in what, what, what on this house, stay in this house. Uh, okay. And, and, why, and why did like, they Monique, say that? Make it a part. Monique, what she could do, she could make it a part of her comedy routine and go around from city to city. Don't make a comedy special, but talk about it. And that creates a conversation amongst all the people in that audience, which then creates conversations at their jobs and at their churches, so on and so forth. There are ways to go about it. But Monique wanted a moment on the internet. Somebody gassed her ass up, I'm sure, and said, yeah, auntie, go say that shit. <laughs> I hear you. Here's the thing. Totally appreciate what Monique said. Now, I'm going to be honest. I have walked out the house in a bonnet before. <laughs> and I don't walk out the house raggedy before. And I'll probably do it again at some point in time. Um, now, I don't wear bonnets out the house on a regular basis, <laughs> but if I know I'm just running somewhere and I'm not getting out the car, you know, I'm hitting up a drive through or something real quick, or literally I'm about to run in the gas station and run back out, yeah, I might throw on a bonnet, or my hair might be, like, all over the place, but that's just me, I'm comfortable doing that, um, but I wouldn't go like somewhere like the grocery store or the bank or to work or something like any, any like church <laughs> on it on. Um, I was listening to somebody I like uh, their their online content the other day and she was saying how her daughter went to the GSU, Georgia Southern University um, orient, freshman orientation and had a bonnet on the whole time. Oh no, ma'am. And I was just okay, like, that's wow. that's a lot. That's a lot, though. Now listen, like I said, that, you know, that's a lot. And she was saying how she refused to take pictures. Like I'm not posting pictures of this shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just gonna tell the family you made it and you finished your orientation and you're good. And I and I feel everybody on that because there is a sense of propriety with how you're supposed to look, dress, and conduct yourself in certain situations. Now, critique Monique. The, the, the main critique I have for that video, because I don't have no problem with her making the video, the only thing I think that was a little funny was you talking about uh, wearing bonnets and inappropriate clothing in public all while you sitting there in a bathrobe. With no bra on! And <laughs> yeah. I'm a free titty, I'm a free titty uh, 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 fo- uh, fo- 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 Listen, I don't care about I don't care about these uh I don't care about no titty swing. I, I will I will cut I don't care about it right now. My my titty sitting in my lap right now. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally. When I sit down, guess what? They sit down. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't care nothing about no bra, but auntie auntie my fans and so the bitches in my waistband and gone about my business. <laughs> right. <no>. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I I didn't mean to. Anyway, she's sitting on there in a bathroom. So although you may be at home technically in the house, you broadcasting out the house. So I think that it kind of fell deaf when I'm like, "Well, you sitting there in the damn bathroom." And you got a point, I, though. You got I'd a rather point. you had the bonnet on and be fully clothed than be in the bathroom. 
Come on, Tammy Roman. So I just make that message. You probably could have just took a minute and got fully dressed first. Be an example, um, Auntie Monique. Yeah, you know, like it, it it just didn't really connect right there for me. Also, yeah, uh Kirby, I think it's it's a it's a something to police policing black women. We are always getting policed. Mm-hmm. And cause I, I see I see both sides of the coin on this argument. Um, yeah, you, you need to learn how to get up, do your proper hygiene, because that may be questioning your hygiene <laughs> if the other stuff ain't it, or did you wash your ass? <laughs> I'm saying though. I'm saying though. You know, did you what brush What if I teeth? get like Himalayan cashmere pajamas and bonnets? What if I'm a luxurious ratchet bitch? What about uh, me? I feel like them the type of people that say that when you be like, did you take a bath or a shower? They be like, I took a washer. <laughs> <laughs> a bird bath? You was in the bowl with the hot water? You took a washer. <laughs> Not a whole bath. No. If you don't get your ass in that damn bath or that shit. If you uh, walk out so the house in the crotch of your pajamas, smell like dried pee, try again. Woo! If I, when y'all be wearing them um, pajama ch- pants or them yoga pants and the bottom of it be dirty. <laughs> Or it's dingy. It's see yeah. like, It's dingy and dirty. I be like, mm. your whole ass. Like no, I think it's like a direct representation of your vag. Yeah. <laughs> That's like I was getting to that point, but it's just like I don't know. And I think it kind of just go back to me saying like my mom was like ne- my mom never that like no go put some clothes on. Yeah, we had to put on clothes to sit in the house. We ain't going nowhere, but y'all need to go put some clothes on because y'all yep. not finna walk right here looking like that. So I think that it's just true. Like, that that went with me. But you know, I have family members who walk outside bunnies on. We we finna go to Walmart. All right. I mean, I've I've done it. I ain't gonna lie, I've done it, but I'm not comfortable doing it like like how I see. But here's the thing. Men had a lot of things to say. They was choking. Yeah, and I didn't understand that part. But y'all was wearing do-rags and wave caps outside like it wasn't. And I don't like that either. And that's the same thing. So yeah. if that can become a part of fashion and regularity and nobody saying nothing, that's fine. Oh, white people, y'all are not off the hook, okay? Because y'all are always policing black women. Y'all want to say y'all tired of seeing us wearing bonnets? I'm tired of y'all wearing shorts and flip-flops in the winter. How about that? <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna need y'all to dress for the season. <laughs> they wear they, the they 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 the queen and kings are wearing their pajamas out. I'm they tired of seeing they y'all wearing pajamas. zip up fleeces in July. I don't think that shit makes sense. It reads Unabomber to me. Right, <laughs> girl. What about the fold? What about the little fold over sandals that only got like three straps? <laughs> And they be, having not, that, they be having that razor sharp big toenail. That is not for January. <laughs> okay? Put them I'm bitches up so in your closet and pull them back out around late May, early June. Okay? <laughs> then y'all can have them back. So yeah, every everybody be doing stuff, but everybody just want to focus on black women. At least, you know, and some black women be raggedy with it, but at least some be cute. I did um, an event for work the other day and I counted 10 bonnets that came through the event. Wow. But like most of them were again in the car and they were just going to a drive-thru. It was a, a Dunkin' Donuts. It was cops at donut shops and it was a Dunkin' Donuts and most of them were in the, in their car in the drive-thru and like some of them they had a matching face mask Ooh. with the bonnet. So that tell me you 
you plan on wearing it out because I'm not wearing a face mask in the house. Lord have mercy. So you you know, but at least you you know you coordinated and you was fly with it with your cute little athleisure outfit on. I wasn't mad at her, you know. I wouldn't do it, but it looks good on you. You know, I forgot um, about the performers too, the people who be having their hair rolled up before they get ready to do something. But also, you still could put just a regular wrap around your hair. You could, um, but I I do agree with what Funky Donnie said. It's more so the attitude and what Jazzy when y'all was saying. The attitude that comes with it when you walking through the Walgreens and your phone on speakerphone and you talking loud like we all got to be a part of your conversation and, and playing Bryson Tiller's new new album out loud on the <laughs> laughing the music you know just just cussing people out all that like oh where y'all charges at right <laughs> on the aisle right there they say chargers. Right. <laughs> Read is fundamental. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to get an attitude. Right. And, and, and the thing that I don't, the other, the last thing I'm gonna say, I don't like when it's like the older generation versus the younger generation, um, because I think a lot of times the older generation has so much to say about millennials and zennials, and the thing like I always have them. to remind them is, um, <clears throat> y'all raised us. So <laughs> if you got a problem with what we're doing, look at yourself. Because yep. we are a product of y'all's rearing. Okay. Yes. Or lack thereof. Or like because what did y'all say? How y'all were raised. Everybody mentioned my mama, my daddy, my grandmama, you know, they, yeah. they didn't let me do this and that. So it's a product of your rearing a lot of times. Yeah. So if I see somebody doing that, I'm assuming the apple probably don't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> I wore something raggedy out the um uh a couple months ago. Cause we was just going to go pick something up from my auntie house with my daddy. My daddy clowned me, and this is like six in the morning. We just going to grab some chairs. House, and he was like, "What you got? <laughs> oh, uh-uh. no, nah. you you all right, big dog? You know you, <laughs> you <feeling okay? laughs> like he really checked me. Like, no, nah, you have to go put something else on. Like that ain't gonna work." He, you need some money. You need to get some clothes. <laughs> Literally, he sat there, and I'm standing at my door. I just walked back in the house. Right, Let that's me, all you can. Give me five minutes to go pull myself together because I'm wearing raggedy clothes, thinking, "Well, I don't want to mess my clothes up." You know, moving nothing. It's gonna be dusty, dirty. You know what, Daddy? You're right. Let, let me go on and get myself together. Cause and it, and it just it took. That's all it took. That's all it took, you know, but it, it it do go back to how you was raised and how your elders, you know, get you together. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't think we're going to stop seeing bonnets. Hell no. no but I do think, it, you know, when it comes to the people close to you, you know, you can talk to them and correct them. Y'all don't be out here um tapping strangers on the shoulder. Go get your ass beat. Okay, exactly. Right, <laughs> legit. Watch what, what they used to tell us in training. Watch that touch prompt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all who don't know, we worked in law enforcement. And when we talk about escorting people, watch that touch prompt. Tap somebody the wrong way, they haul around, fall off, and slap you. You don't know. Oh, where, yeah. You don't know what people done been through. What they, you know, got going on. Keep your hands to yourself if you can help it. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, don't be tapping people on the shoulder saying Monique told me to tap you and tell you that you can do better and she love you for real. No. <laughs> I hate you. 
You better my thought she always said, I love you for real. <laughs> but do you my love babies? Whatever. My sweet babies. Yeah. Um, you better mind your business, okay? Deal you worry about raising the people in your immediate circumference. Period. And get them together, okay? Moving right along. So everybody should be familiar with Wendy Williams, right? We all know how you do it, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) We also are familiar with her very public um, divorce from Kevin, uh, aka Kelvin Hunter, um, and his mistress, Sharina Hudson, um, who also had a baby uh, with him. Should have told me Hey, I wasn't wild enough. <laughs> okay. You know, straight, have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Hey. got Wendy money. She been with Kelvin a long time, allegedly, and been spending <laughs> Wendy money for a long time, allegedly. <laughs> Over the years, Sharina Hudson has been known to start quite a few businesses. And they have failed um, with Wendy's money. Um, <laughs> and recently... Jersey, you killing me. I'm sorry, y'all. This shit hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's not. I just I can't take that. Recently, she has come resurfaced. She has opened her Instagram back to the public because y'all know she had locked everything down because y'all was coming for Sharina. Um, she had locked everything down now up to the public so you can actually see her um Instagram she uh has herself listed as a public figure that was um public lord have mercy don't everybody matter of fact I'm gonna I'm tell you exactly what it said I just put it up Sharina Hudson um public figure CEO fashion designer CEO being, of being a hoe right well then, well, uh, fashion designer, mm. vegan guru slash chef, mm. mom, mm. and then it says the beginning, the end. God has His reasons for the middle. Okay, nope. and People her own website, www.veganknows.com. Messy um, ass nigga, show do love God. Yeah, I know God be up in heaven, like, quit calling my name, (laughs) put me in shit. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Always, always calling my name, put me in y'all mess. I did not bless that. He didn't. No, yeah, that's that's what her, um, her, uh, what what they called it at the top of your Instagram bio. That's what her bio says. Um, she has a lot of. Workout videos, a lot of food pics, nail pics, a couple fashion pics. You know, people love doing the little poses where your booty poking out, twisted mm-hmm. to the front. Got a picture holding hands with Kelvin with him tapping <laughs> it. Um, where you, you know, going, Lewis? <laughs> don't sleep, Lewis. Um, <laughs> You know, a little basic, little basic, little Instagram or whatever. She has her website where she has vegan food, and one of the I know uh, one content creator, um, I think it was Chronicle Speaks on YouTube, 
ordered something from there, the pancake mix, and she made some um, on her video and actually tried it and said it was actually really good. Uh, my question to you guys is, are you going to support Miss Sharina Hudson's business? <laughs> are you going to order something? And do you, can you look past, ever look past how we met her? Um, or is it too late? And I, I also just want to point out the example of Alicia Keys. But we knew Alicia Keys before. We loved her music and her musicianship. And then, you know, she had that big scandal with Swiss Beats being married um, and her, you know, dating him. Some say stealing him um, and eventually marrying him and having her own family with him. But, you know, I think some people still, they never quite let go of that. And, you know, I always kind of have a joke. I'm one of them people, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I always have a little joke about Alicia because I, I keep my good eye on her <coughs> um, ever since that whole scandal. So anyway, my question to y'all is, can you look past it? Would you support Sharina Hudson? Is there anything she can do to make you see her for who she is and not just uh, the one aspect of being uh, Kevin Hunter's mistress? Kirby, girl. Oh, <laughs> for real. So okay, let me try to let me let me try to get into eat my the pancakes. Uh, will I eat the pancakes? Would you eat them? Would you try? Them? Would you order them? I wouldn't order them, but if somebody said I got a pack of them pe- of them cakes, I go over to their house and put a little piece of milk in them goat's milk for me. But you know, and, and see what they're talking about. Okay, here. <clears throat> Number one, I'm sick of everybody trying to jump on the vegan craze. That already irritates me. Like, y'all hoes don't eat vegetables. Please stop lying. Um, huh. Also, um, I mean, if she's a really good businesswoman and has a good, like, although it appears that she may not be already, but we, I could possibly look past, you know, the, the, the platform that she had already created as the... Um, as the <laughs> As the most widely uh, squandered side chick uh, adventure. Um, Hell no. <laughs> I could try, but it's like, girl, like, I really want you to just get somebody to be the face of your brands now because you've already fucked up your personal brand. And unless you can afford, with Wendy's money, a really good PR rebranding situation, the name Sharina Hudson is dust. Like you need to like use your first and middle name, like be uh, some K Michelle or some uh, I don't know some Isaiah Rashad type stuff. <laughs> we can just you know forget who you actually are, and not to say that you know, you know everybody, you know we we made Wendy into the hero of the situation, but Wendy also got herself into some of this shit as a whole other conversation. But I just I'm not I'm not impressed, mm-hmm. and I'm not pressed to try to taste her stuff. And if she's had this many failed businesses, obviously Kelvin has only ha, only have been putting his real business acumen, if you want to call it that, into his original wife, um, and not you. He just was giving you money to play with and fuck off on. So, you know, me personally, if somebody came to me with a box of them, I would try them just to find out. Also, because I want I would want to clarify whether or not she just was getting Unjemima wholesale and reboxing it. Hell no. Um, <laughs> but other than that, no, it's a it's a it's a no for me, dog. 
Okay, Coco. Um, I agree with Kirby. I don't. It's just. I mean, I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it. You know, I'm not. I'm not ordering. I'm not doing nothing. But like you say, if somebody got some, you know, and they want me to try it, I'll try it. But you know, it's it's needs. It's not that important to me. Would you, Would you ever see her as anything other than? That lady who had, was sleeping with Wendy Williams' husband. To be honest, I don't even think about her. Like, she's just not somebody <laughs> that I'm thinking about. Somebody that crossed my mind on a daily. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm just keeping it a book. I don't care. Like, I don't. She's care. a non-factor for yeah, you. She just, yeah, she, it's just not that important in my life for me to even care about what's going on with them three and whoever else mm-hmm. is involved. It's just <laughs> not important to me. I don't care. Jazzy. Girl, I'm not supporting that bullshit, that Tom fuckery, that foolery. I'm not right. that shit that bitch selling. Um, because I'm big on on loyalty. Um, uh, and that stunt that she pulled, everybody knew Wendy Williams was husband. Uh, everybody knew Wendy Williams' husband, who she was married to, and should have known who he was married to. That shit is trifling as fuck. And that's why all them businesses she keep trying to start and them motherfuckers keep failing. <laughs> because yep. you moving wrong and you trifling. No. I hope she don't sell not another uh, uh, box of pancake meat. <laughs> well, damn. Oh, she don't need to. She done sold I'm, 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 I'm just put wrong. the silly color purple fingers out and said, till you do right you by do Wendy right. Williams. Come on, man. Everything you think about gonna fail. We got we got to stop this shit as women. That's a whole nother conversation. But you knew that man was married and you sure went up over there and, and opened up, spread your legs, and you spending that woman money. As bad as uh Wendy get on my goddamn nerves sometimes. Honestly, you could have just you could have just asked Wendy for a loan instead of fucking her. Yeah. Mom. Exactly. And her husband, he trifling as hell too, but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother uh discussion as well. But yeah, I'm not supporting that. Mm-mm. Yeah, she really messed up because if you wanted to have an affair with one of them, you should have been fucking Wendy Williams. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right? Just to, to get you right. Weak. You, you missed out you on a real opportunity there. You okay? got you a piece of uh, stunner lip paint. Okay? <laughs> you, y'all know Wendy love them shoes. You should have got you a sexy pair of Louboutins and get right. her a matching pair. And you should have ran up and through that studio talking about some, hey, Wendy. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, right. exactly. Please. See, y'all got to start. Y'all, you see, y'all, y'all little uh, mistresses, y'all don't be knowing what, how to really do it. Okay. Oh, hustling backwards. You be focusing on the wrong fish, okay? Right. You That's need right. to get the big one. Right. You worry about Kelvin. No, you should have got Wendy. You wasn't focused, <laughs> all right, Sharita. That's why you can't focus now. You you wasn't focused then. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if I would if I would try it or do. It. I I don't know. I, I I can't trust you. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, right? You were you you've been known to lie and sneak and steal and and do all. To be honest about the vegantity of. I'm now that's it right now. Right. You right now. You know, you 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 done did some low down things. So I, I don't know. And then I don't want to hear nothing about what he was telling you because any women who out here believe in what these men say, 
is dumb. And that tells me that you ain't got no sense. And now I really don't want to eat none of your stuff. <laughs> if you're cooking, it ain't got good oh, sense. So, yeah, I'm, it's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me. I'm, I'm going to pass. But, um, you know, I hope your little baby's doing good. Yeah. Um, and... You know yeah. what? Children God are bless. paying for the sins of their fathers. We're going to pay for that baby. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. God bless the baby. Um, and, and hopefully the baby be all right. And, you know, with that, I'd be tired of people saying, don't blame the kids. No, um, the kids, like you said, they're going to pay for the sins of your parents. So when y'all don't want your kids dealing with shit, stop fucking it up for them, okay? That's true. Live your life good so your kids don't have to suffer. Yeah, but I gotta add. I think because it is her, some people are going to try it. Like so, yeah, yeah, definitely. They gonna try it because it's her. You know, a lot of people oh, don't yeah, like Wendy not... Williams. I think for the first couple, how long has been out? How long this thing been out that she got going not on? Long. Yeah, yeah, so I think first couple of months. But yeah, over like we nobody really think about her for real. I I don't hear her name for real. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, people, like, I don't say Wendy will buy it for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, she buying it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I think people she who heard Wendy probably ain't gonna pay for nothing. They, yeah. <laughs> they might, <laughs> might comment. Well, or something. well, maybe the United Nations aside, hoe and fuckery will uh, support her. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe that, now maybe that's who she need to be appealing to. The side chick. Yeah, because we, we, us, us folks, we ain't gonna keep. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> like we just need to do because that, that falls under that uh Portia Williams. Thing. Engagement rings engaged to somebody that's still married. Mm. You know, Look, Kim man, I know this Kim subject, she, Then she, mm. my bad, she got that man middle name tatted on her neck. Girl, keep going. Don't, girl. Oh, Lord. Wait, wait, she got that man name tatted? She on sure her did. Baby, on, on her, her neck, neck, baby. Wait, you talking about Sharina or Portia? Baby, Portia. Portia. What? That better be removable, bitch. It better be a henna tattoo. Wait, I'll what is his little name? I don't know. Girl, I don't I, know. I'll be scrolling up on Instagram sometimes. We've got Nomdi himself, Nomdi, or um, uh, 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 or Olafu, Olafu, Olafemi. Girl. Oh my goodness. You lying she to said me. She said it because it's real. What Rick Ross say? The love is real. It's real. Some, some, some shitty thing. Okay, and Rick Ross was out here playing with children. Hey, Lord of the Lord. No, thank you. Huh. Listen. Oh, y'all. It's too much shit. We don't. Yeah, you know what? I, listen, we, we, we had some real saucy meals today. So we... <laughs> it's getting a little spicy. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting a little spicy. But while we on subject, I'm just gonna go ahead and ask you. We wasn't even planning on talking about this, but since shit, I guess I'm the one who brought it up. Well, here you go. Is <laughs> engaged to you know uh, her former coworker Fallon um, husband because they are still married legally. Legally, still married. Um, what y'all think about it? Um, are you here for it? Are you? They said they choose love, um, and violence. Apparently, that was shit. <laughs> yeah, they woke up and chose violence. Uh, right. I was violent. I don't. This shit is trash. And and like I said, if it was me, you owe me five minutes on the grass, and that's it. I don't. I'm not finna play with you. That shit's <sighs> trifling. That shit. That that shit trifling. Maybe not five minutes on the grass. 
But if I nah, see you for me, across the street, let me tell I you something. If I see something. you walk across the street, I'm not. I'm gonna hit the gas. I'm not gonna. Hit <laughs> let me tell you something about how I would have found somebody. So, okay, you want to marry my ex Nigerian husband? Let me reach out to some of his family members. And I know this is messed up, and I'm gonna get killed by my Nigerian family members for this. But let me reach out to some of his family members. Let's go ahead and get this girl social, all her credit cards, and let's run up, a, <laughs> run up, run up a tag, <laughs> run up a check. Because I'm already done with him, so I, you know, girl, have at it. Enjoy that forehead. It only the Nigerian head only gets bigger as we get older. So please have fun, girl. Um, in the meantime, in between time, uh, we're going to Gucci Louis Prada. We're going to get a couple of iPhones, okay? Maybe a couple of properties um, in Lagos. Okay? Girl, get me something, girl. <laughs> okay, thank okay. you. You know what I'm saying? I might go ahead and hot dog on a stick because, you know, when you be scamming, you get hungry. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm um, I'm going to run up a tab on her and I'm be like, all right, <laughs> you enjoying my old dick? That's right, girl. <laughs> right. I say five minutes on the grass because the principal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You gonna have to catch this. Yeah. In my pool and ran around my backyard. I can't get can, can, can with my man, and now yeah. you you engage me in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, and then y'all sit here saying that y'all started dating a month ago. No, no. And y'all oh, really, we go. We go. y'all dedicated co-parents. Then it's sitting up there smiling in the picture with y'all, looking stupid as hell. <laughs> you um, that's your problem now. You know, but but see, y'all y'all deserve each other because see, apparently him and Dennis were friends and business partners, and you and yeah. Fallon were supposed to you know know each other, be coworkers or whatever. What so, part of Atlanta are these people from? I don't they know. ain't well, I don't know. Atlanta, but I don't know. I don't. I, I I don't come from them streets. I don't get down like that. This that new Atlanta. I don't know these people. Exactly. They doing that LA shit where they be switching partners and all of that. Right. I don't know about that, but I think it's just really silly and irresponsible as well. Like all jokes aside, it is really irresponsible. You are a parent, okay? Oh, so what about little PJ? <clears throat> and you talking about this man who you <laughs> for a month is gonna get married and co-parent child. Even know him. Unless you lying about how long y'all been dealing with each other. She lying about that. Either that, that or Andy Cohen back there pulling some strings. Yeah, that too. With his messy ass. It just seems really disgusting to me. And you know, I I I just don't understand it. And if you are jumping in these relationships all quick like that, stop doing that because that's what you did with Dennis. And you ended up having a baby with his big headed ass. Way too soon, just chasing these these marriages and engagements. And I guess this is for another podcast where we can talk about all of that about how people just see you in only being married, and you know, if you're not married, it's like say something about you so people chase that, um, like it's currency. I don't know, but marriage is currency, but that's definitely a whole nother episode, show. It sure is. We can talk about just about that, but anyway, um, that's a fool because I just can't trust it's on the truth and what's gonna be happening. <laughs> that. And Portia, we just gonna keep our good eye on you too, sis. Um, right. for you, you don't got that man middle name tattooed on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, 
Um, getting older, apparently not wiser, but anyway, um, getting older. So a lot of time, women get older and turn into men. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that is please that explain. Is, that's, that's partially accurate. She was like, "We turn into men," and I was like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "You know." We start growing beards and, you know, all kind of stuff like that, right? And it shocked me. And I was like, oh, don't tell me that. And um, I remember getting my first little hair on my chinny chin chin and thinking that the whole universe had turned its back on me. Um, so I want to ask y'all, as you're getting older, have you noticed any changes? Have you seen any changes in your body? And how you do things, how you're feeling, and how do you feel about these changes? Are they good? Are they bad? Indifferent? Um, Coco, I'm gonna start with you. You the baby. I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm 29. I'll be 30 in September, though. Okay. But um, I mean, you know, I don't. I mean, I, besides, I'm getting molds in places that I didn't have molds before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but it ain't. It's nothing dramatic to me, you know. I. I haven't really experienced anything crazy. I think my tolerance level is getting a little bit more slim. I I just don't talk, tolerate a lot of things that I used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't. I guess they can be with getting wiser, or it could be my age. I don't know. So it's not really nothing bad. As far as your moles, are you happy with them? Well, I have like, one. It's kind of it's cute. It's like right. I'm sorry. It's cute. It's like right. Um, by my eye, I don't know. It's cute. It's actually cute on my face. So, I so you tripping. feel like it's more like it's like a beauty mark. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I ain't tripping as long as it don't get bigger. Cause then I'm okay. gonna have a problem with it. But yeah, it's it's cute. I be looking at it sometimes. Like okay, then you know, I take a side picture, see it. I don't know. I'm crazy, <laughs> but yeah, it's nothing too dramatic for me. Okay. Um, um, Jazzy, Jazzy, you are you got a beauty mark too, right? Yeah, you know, I got this big ass mole on my uh over my on my left uh eyebrow. Um Yeah. But um uh yeah, I'm I, I just turned 33 in May and I've noticed some changes. Um besides I got a whole bunch of moles under my eyes and I think I don't know, I think all black people get moles like that. Uh but um I'm I'm like I have an allergy to like deodorants now like i have to figure out what deodorant can i put under these musty ass arms man Uh, because i be breaking out so it's like can i put baking soda on or can i use this like can i use that so i've now it's like it's hard for me to find a deodorant to put on and then it's slightly embarrassing because it's like bitch you uh gotta figure out what the hell you gonna do the next step is go to a dermatologist because even some natural deodorants bother and irritate me Mm. so yeah i've noticed that uh those pesky ass chin hairs uh a bitch be plucking them uh every other day i'm like you know is it jeans? Is it getting older? Because, you know, I talked to my parents about y'all got me fucked up. Um, <laughs> hairs and I'm allergic to deodorant. How my great grandmama, Native American, I don't got no hair. Anyways, <laughs> those, are some, those, are some, 
those are some of the things that I've noticed. And then, like, my mom's side of the family, all of them heifers over there got thinning edges. So I have to be careful and put extra oil around my edges so my shit don't start thinning and I be walking around looking like a little chicken. Y'all, it's a lot getting older. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's stressful, okay? That's all I got to say. Oh, my God. Kirby, any changes that you have noticed? Before I say that, let me say this. And the fact that, you know, I come from a family where people be living to be 80 and 90 years old. Y'all didn't tell mm-hmm. us and warn us that we were going to spend 60 years of our life looking crazy as hell. Right. Um, <clears throat> because after 30, like we were saying, like just things get strange. Now, I uh, inherited a, a genetic hormonal uh, disorder from my mother. So I've had chin hair since I was in middle school. So that's just been a struggle in general. And people messing with me and bullying me about it. But whatever. I'm grown. And unless you can pay my mortgage plus some, I don't care. Um, mm. Oh, that's right. But... The moles for sure, because I started getting the moles around the eyes, which I don't really have a problem with. Like beauty marks are, you know, a positive thing in my family. Like it's a sign of wisdom, a sign of age and like a being a graceful older woman in my family. Um, I'm definitely not interested in these chin hairs no more. And once mama get a little extra coin, laser hair removal, here we come. Um, Telling I've, you. Done I've done it before. I'm probably going to get my whole body done because I want to be like a possum, smooth as an egg. Um, (laughs) And then I'm trying to think, what else? I've had good luck with the deodorants. Now, because of my hormonal issues, I had to stop using regular, uh, what is it, the the clinical scrimp secret and all that stuff a long, long time ago because I get cysts under my arms when I use those types of deodorants, they clog my pores and then they, like, it swells up. So I can't even use those. So I have to use like um, the crystal, like the actual hard salt rock deodorant, which people be like, no, nah, you still be stinking when you wear that. If you don't apply it properly, yes, you will. And if you smoke too much weed, then yes, you will. <laughs> um, you have to shave under your arms and your arms underarms have to be clean and you have to use cold water and you have to do more than two or three strokes. It's not like clinical strength degree you can't just put one slab of it up under there and then feel like you're going to be out here fresh all day um but i'm trying to think is there anything else the hairs the moles not a lot of like head hair loss i mean i had a bad accident years ago so i think the loss that's on the left side of my head has more to do with that and like scarring that i have okay um what other things i don't have old lady breath thank god Mm. um Ooh, what else? And then, like, I, I didn't wear heels often enough to cause a shift in my feet, but I am seeing that my feet are shifting a little bit. You know, when you get older, your toes start going in just a little bit more. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Just for, like, so, like, your, your big toe starts to kind of go to the left a little sometimes Mm-mm. when you get older just from having walked, you know, this hard-ass life. Um <laughs> Let me see what else what else have I noticed my hands like I do my hand treatments or whatever but the little wrinkles that you get around like your cuticles and stuff to show that you're an old lady that's been interesting um but other than that I mean the people at my new job the little 15 year olds think I'm 20 something so I'm cool with it. <clears throat> yeah I do think that we look young like our generation looks really young for our age like previous generation um, right. we, we didn't get to enjoy the same type of drama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay. So, you know, gray hair has been one of my. But before I do gray hair, so body swelling, I've experienced that's no fun and not cute at all. Um, textures in your skin changing, skin type changing, having to find new skincare routines and all that uh, good stuff. Body temperatures changing. Um, gray hair, right? So I've gone on a journey with this gray hair. First, I was fighting it. You know, I had to sit at Chiquita's chair, get that stuff colored uh, because who authorized this to grow on my head? Not me. I did not sign off on it. So it was doing that. Then it just came to a point where I kind of looked at it and I liked it. So now I'm okay with it. I want it to grow out really fast because now I want all my gray and white hairs to shine. Um, and so I have gray hair on my head. I also have a few grays in my eyebrows. And I have four, one, two, three, yeah, four grays just right now. And I have a gray under my chin too. Yeah. Recently. Recently. Oh, great. I know what you're about to say. Yep. Oh, my pubes. <laughs> they say I you had... your hair is on your cootie turn, Grace. Bro, <laughs> I was so shocked to see that gray hair in that number. <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, no. Dye it pink. This is not happening. Well, I don't <laughs> want no hair down there, so I don't want to die in this. What? Yeah. You know, just the fact it had the audacity to start turning gray down there, I was like, oh, no, nah, y'all really got me fucked up. But, yeah, that was something. And I remember the first time I saw, I'm not going to say who the lady was, but it was an older woman in my family. And I saw they bush. And it was full of grays. And I remember being shocked, like, what's down there? Hell no. I don't know why I thought your um your pubic hair gonna stay black like your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that it would change colors. And it, I was like traumatized for a second, like, oh my God, it's gonna look like an old lady down there. That's crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's one of the things that recently um, has happened. Little funny stuff happens, like, you know, when you're driving and you need to pay attention and see better, you turn the music down so you can see better. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Why we do that? I don't know. Like, they they don't, focus. Yeah. Like, focus, we can see better. You be like, hold on, let me find a street sign, and then you reach up and turn that music down. <laughs> like, it's gonna really help your eyes focus on these signs better. So, like, yeah, I find myself doing, like, Stuff like that, um, squinting, looking at things, and I don't know. Um, I call everybody I, sweetie because I can't remember their names. Yeah, I've had um, moments where, like, I've been out in public and things be getting a little out of hand, and I'd be like, Oh, we should probably find the adult in the room, and then I realize it's me, <laughs> and I'd be like, Oh, shit. Well, let me go on and get up out of here before somebody expects me to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go home. I don't have time for this. I can't handle this. You know what I mean? Like, 
it, no. I was at the gas station yesterday and some, some stuff was about to pop off. These people started, um, you know, acting crazy. And I don't know because I was the biggest person out there, but everybody next, I got back in my car. Let me get the fuck on up out of here. <laughs> That's right. Right. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, okay, that's cool. I was just wondering, like, am I the only one noticing changes as we get older? Um, I think, like, older people probably need to have more conversations with us about what to expect when you're getting older because I wasn't prepared. I, I just I just wish they would have told me that ninety percent of the population is stupid. Then this would have been so much easier. Right. I had this idea coming out of school that like, oh yeah, like you know, being an adult, you know, requires intellect and you know, Ooh. attentiveness and mm. logic and rationale. Mm. Mm. And then I got outside and realized, oh wait, these are children with bills. Definitely, yeah. like, no, mm-hmm. like stupid as hell. Adults turn back into little kids. Crazy, right? Like they can't count if they're not at their own job. They don't know how to speak English good if they're not with people that they don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they with people that they don't know, like it's really, really odd to me. Like I before E except after C. Like you know, let's 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 get it together, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, we're gonna move on to the next subject. All right, y'all. We all love movies, right? Yeah. And we Sometimes. love bi- biopics slash biopics, however you pronounce it. Right? A good one. A good one. Well, yes. Flojo. Y'all remember Flojo? Yes. One of my heroes. Well, I was so Jordan. sad when she passed away. Yeah. Um, we all that I know little black girls love watching Flojo running track. Her style and her speed. Like nobody could catch her. Um, it was just amazing to see. And so there have been talks about a movie being made about her and her life um, and her career. And there's one particular person who has been picked to play Flojo. And although some people are very happy about it, it has been a very controversial choice. And some people are outraged. Um, I just want to get you guys' opinion of it. Um, the person that I'm speaking of to play Flojo is none other than actress comedian Tiffany Haddish. So, okay. Do you think Tiffany has the chops to do it, or do you think that this role should go to someone else? Jazzy? I don't know if I can take Tiffany Haddish serious. Mm-hmm. Um, because all the roles, has, has she been in a serious role before? All the roles I've seen her in have had like have been funny so I don't know if I can take her serious but I think we should give her a chance and see how she do okay I think we should so give, her you willing to give her a chance yeah I think I think I, I'm gonna see it and see how she do I, I'm gonna give her a chance okay Coco what you think um I think she should be given a chance um I mean career-wise she should grow like she should not only be able to be a comedian like you know this is the time for her to show us that she can do it all or she can be flexible I'm not you know just don't cast me for funny movies or you know movies to be the loud black girl or the the black girl that always want to have fun you know what I'm saying 
you know. Yeah. So I think it'll be good for her. Um, so I'm willing to get her a chance as well. Like, let's see what she can do. Yeah. All right. Kirby, what do you think? You want to see her in this movie? Before I answer that, I'm really tired of um I'm really tired of folks just throwing people in biopics or biopics. <laughs> I'm really really tired. Um, (laughs) Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Y'all threw him in 51 biopics. Who else was they out here dragging it out and had them playing multiple folks in a five year span? So we didn't even have time to forget that you played this other person. Um, Chadwick did play everybody. Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, James Brown, and I think it's one other one. Um, they, they started putting Chadwick and shit. It didn't make sense. It was like, <laughs> we know Denzel paid for your school. Y'all don't know. Chadwick, we we're going to make him play Bill Clinton. He's going to play Ellen. Don't do Chadwick like that. God rest his soul. Listen, I love Chadwick. Listen, God bless him. They done named the whole performing arts uh, section of Howard after him. Yeah. Um, Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it cute, and I'm not gonna. It's some certain things I'm not gonna say about Chad uh, on a, on a live platform. But rest in peace. We love your family. We love your, you know, your book of work. But to answer your question, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need Tiffany in this role. I really, really don't. Why not though? Um, I agree that Tiffany needs to be given a chance to play to play more uh, complex and more layered roles. But I want it to be something fictional where you have to really, really stretch because it's something obscure. I think that Tiffany would do well in some very obscure psychological thriller kind of situation. I am not interested because here's the thing. Tiffany already has kind of created this persona it's hard for me. It would be very hard for me to take her seriously as playing another uh, previously living human being. That just for me personally. Now, if she manages to get the right type of acting coaches and they do some real awesome work with the makeup and she, you know, do like the rest of these actors and start running track to get ready for her role. Um and hit it with a little bit of Heath Ledger, just not all the way because we like to keep you, Tiffany. Um, maybe, but I just I I think that's what that's why she need this role. She does need a more complex role, but like Flojo is one of the biggest heroes of my life, and I ain't gonna lie to you, Tiffany just don't make me kicky like that, and I and I and I'm afraid that that. I'm afraid that she has not matured as an actress enough yet to make me believe her as Florence Griffith Joyner. If not, she had a serious role. I'm trying to think. I seen her, and it was a small serious role. Madam C.J. Walker movie. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly. And even then, I didn't believe her. (laughs) What? I think she did well, though. Uh-uh. And maybe, oh, and you know what? I might be being hard because I'm a theater kid, and so I'm super, I'm hyper aware um, of certain things as it relates to acting and theater and playing characters and being in character, utilizing your costume, your emotions, un- learning about you know a, a particular character. And I just every time I see Tiffany, I see Tiffany. Does that make sense? 
it does. It does. Yes. And it's just it's it's just a lot for me. And truthfully, I'm gonna need Hollywood in general for the biopics moving forward, white, black, and anything in between. Let's get some newcomers because that makes it easier for me to suspend reality. You know, put Tiffany and Tom Cruise and Kevin Hart in there, put them in the big ticket box office blockbuster joints or whatever. But for these biopics and the independent films and the ones that like you want to really get into the fields, I want y'all to pluck somebody from obscurity. Get one of these kids that just came out of acting school or something. Or back in the day, they used to, you know, put on <clears throat> national competitions to get, you know, get people cast for roles. I want to see different faces. And I think Hollywood, I mean, to quick tangent, I think Hollywood has been failing miserably at giving us a a good Granted, I know they've been trying to, you know, diversify their portfolio in different ways as far as the Blacks and the Latinos. But <laughs> I want to see diversity of fame as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't want to see the most famous actor or actress in Hollywood in a film because it makes it harder for me to believe what's going on. You know? So for me, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really want to see Tiffany in this movie. Now, what I would love to see Probably if Tiffany could play one of our current aunties. So like Tiffany as a young Whoopi Goldberg or hell, I could even see Tiffany playing a young Monique, although I don't know if she'd be able to gain that amount of weight though. Uh, she might not be able to handle that. But I just, I don't, yeah. I wish I could find it in my heart, but I just, I do not really see it for Tiffany playing Flo- Flojo. And Flojo was like this like super cool, laid back, but like like her her persona and her nails and the and, and her tracksuits spoke for her, but she was really yeah. kind of like a very laid back person. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, this will be interesting. I mean, I think they've already given her the role, so I mean, my opinion don't even matter. Maybe she, maybe she thought like maybe she tried out for the role and she did a great job. Maybe. Or you, or you think they handpicked her? I mean, at this point in her career, they probably called her and said, "Tiffany, we want you in this movie." I hope they didn't. Yeah, they, I hope, nah, 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 nah. Wait a minute. I I want this for her because I really want her to get out of that the Tiffany that everybody see. Um, but hopefully she auditioned and she did a great job. Like I hope it wasn't. Oh, we want you in this movie because then it may not really be as because I'm 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 sis. I'm prank. Like I need. I hope this. not. And I'm not trying to mess up no black woman's bag because regardless of whether I'm entertained by Tiffany Haddish or not. She is a black woman who has managed to make something of herself and kind of circumvent certain parts of, of Hollywood and the machine. So, you know, I want her to win regardless of what happens, but I just, I'm, I'm yeah. I, and then, like, I feel like she's gonna be cracking goofy jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, it's just, when I When you I, should I, be serious. Yeah. But I think she can be serious. I think she's, you know, just by kind of following her story, like, she started to crack jokes to help with her, you know, her trauma. So I think she can be serious. I think she just, that's not how she was brought out to the world. Like, that's not how she came out to the world. Um, but I think she can be serious, though. So, you, Tiffany, Shandy is Coco. She, you, you, she needs you to do this, okay? No, I'm rooting I'm, for you. We were all rooting, we were all rooting for you. We if she gets the right vocal coach, you, okay? if she gets the right dialect coach, and they get that makeup and that costuming together, and she gets an acting coach, and she really, really go in, and she digs into Flojo's life. 
not just the stuff that you find on Wikipedia, but she really right. dig in, go talk to her family. Um, I don't know if she had a chance to have any kids, but like her nieces and nephews, her um, what is it, sister in law, Jackie Joyner Kersey, like talk to all of them people. Um, and really, really get ingratiated. Like, I need you to for me to believe you, Tiffany, I need you to become Flojo. And when I say become Flojo, like you need to be running with the wind, girl. Well, yeah, um, I'm just gonna say it. Um, I don't think Tiffany can act. Um, (laughs) and it's just basically, um, respectfully, respectfully, (laughs) it ain't for me, you know. And again, I'm coming from a place of an actress and you know, theater background and all that stuff as well. I just don't see it. Um, and let me say this too. Because there are different types of actors and actresses, and everything ain't for everybody. Some people find Kevin Hart absolutely hilarious, and some people are like, oh, he's just not funny. You know, so it, you can't please everybody. So, my opinion alone does not determine whether or not Tiffany is t- a talented actor. If you ask my opinion, though, I would say, no, I, I, I haven't seen anything that would lead me to say, oh, you're a great actress. Um, now, I want to point something out to you guys about how I gauge um, people who play real people, something Kirby was talking about earlier. Because it takes a certain kind of actor to play a real person, especially one that we know from our generations. You know, if you're playing somebody that was alive hundreds of years ago, a little bit easier for that suspension of belief because we didn't grow and know those people in present time. But we knew Flojo. We watched her. We loved her. You know, so we are going to be more critical watching someone portray her. I take you to the movie Ray. Okay? Jamie Foxx is one of the best actors out there to me. And he has a unique ability to play real people Mm. in such a real way. When you were watching Ray, you forgot that that was Jamie. Mm-hmm. You were watching Ray Charles on screen. And that takes a very talented, very special kind of performer to do that. And I don't see a Tiffany Haddish being on the same level as a Jamie Fox to play a real person in that way that we know. I feel that it's very it's it's very ambitious of her, but it is also very dangerous mm. because we're gonna be more critical because we, we were very critical. If Jamie Foxx would have got on that screen and butchered Ray Charles, oh, we would have told his ass to shreds because we love Ray Ray Charles and we knew him in this time. So you had to do that, and he did. Um also, you touched on um, having newcomers. I agree. I'm all for a newcoming actor or actress. I think the actors out there are so talented. Um, I will also use the example of the movie Ray, a uh, um, uh, actress who had never been in a movie before, um, who came out of that movie, the lady who played um, Ray's mother, Sharon Warren. Y'all, oh yeah, she did a great job. She did out of that role. Y'all remember her in that movie? 
and how she did down to when she was in that funeral. Mm. Yeah. Coming down that aisle and, and, and going up to like, oh my gosh. She played the mess. But imagine if they would have thrown some known actress in there that was just popular at the time. Somebody that we thought would um, you know, be good, like, you know, this is no shade to her. But imagine them being like, Ashanti, can you come play Ray Charles' mother? I'm done. Oh, baby. In this movie. That ain't no shade of Ashanti. She do her acting thing as well. But we didn't need Ashanti in that role. We needed a newcomer. We needed somebody we didn't know who could really body that role. Killed it, you know, and that's what she did. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind even seeing a newcomer, somebody unexpected. Don't don't give me Kiki Palmer. Don't give me um, Tiffany Haddish. Don't give me Raven Simone. Don't give me none of the other young Hollywood People girls. People giving Raven Simone acting jobs too. <laughs> look, look, no. I, listen, I'm just saying, like you know, they tend to recycle the same people over and over but sometimes I think and, and it's fine because I want people to work but sometimes things call for new blood and and I think this is one of those times where there's somebody out there that, that really could portray um, Flojo in a way in love and could have her Jamie Foxx and Ray moment um, that could be a classic thing I don't want to see this movie fail I don't want to see Flo Joe made a mockery of. And I don't want to see Tiffany Haddish bite off more than she could chew. Um, too too much. I don't want her to have too much too soon. Um, so I would like for her to have the opportunity to play a more serious role. And in the CJ Walker movie, um, Madam CJ Walker movie, I was expecting a lot more. I, I, I didn't see it. Um it read very much. I memorized my lines to me. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> but it was quick, though. It, it was like what? It was quick. She was in and out. I was glad. I was happy. I was happy it was quick. <laughs> I, I, so I'm I'm not necessarily here for it, but I'm 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 rooting for her. You know, if she's doing it, I'm not I'm not hoping that she fails. I hope she succeeds. But if it was my choice. No, that that wouldn't be who I picked. It, it just wouldn't. But you know, I hope it goes well. I hope the family is involved, and I hope yeah. that they sign off on everything and that they are happy. It's kind of like Selena. Um, Jennifer Lopez playing Selena. She did a great job in that movie. Um, but the family was involved, and you know, I think that they were happy with it, and we could tell. That's yeah. why classic movie. And every time you switch your channels. And you come across Selena, you watching it. Yep. Bitty bitty bumbo. So okay. Well, moving on um to another form of acting, politics. Um, Joe Biden. Definitely. Uncle Joe Biden, y'all. Joe Biden has started this initiative called Shots at the Shop where he is calling for <sighs> a thousand black barbershop and beauty salon owners um, to advocate for and um, offer vaccinations um, in their shops for their customers. 
Why? Um, this has caused a lot of conversation. Yes, yeah, a lot of people are asking exactly what you said. Why? Um, what do y'all think? Do you think this is a good idea? Are you wondering why are you doing this? And I just want to know what y'all think. Kirby? The conspiracy theorist in me says there are not enough black people getting vaccinated. Um, and this is an opportunity to get um, the blind, the the blindly democratic black people to jump on board with some BS. Um, It also, to a certain degree, seems like a form of potential pandering. Like, I'm going to give you all some attention, but it's something that's self-serving. Um, and also, like, you know, who who's heading up this coalition, this project? Because I know it's Uncle Joe's, like, thing, but who's the one administering it? Like, who's the one that's actually doing the operations? Shit, Listen. probably Kamala. Listen. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'm a little... And don't get me wrong. I am not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the imagination. I want as many people that healthily and safely can be vaccinated to get vaccinated. Um, at the same time, I also understand because I have a lot of people around me that have no intentions of ever doing it, which I understand and to a certain degree uh, agree with. It, it is a choice. But I'm just... It's concerning to me that you have this initiative around specifically around trying to get and specifically around getting a particular population of black people because mm-hmm. there's certain black people that hang out in, in hair salons mm-hmm. and barbershops. Y'all can, whoever hears this, you can take that however you want to or you can inbox me if you can find me. Um, uh-huh. I'm just, you know, it's just a little like, because I'm just, okay, well, all right, are we going to start doing vaccinations out of um, Buford Highway uh, Farmer's Market so that all okay. of our Latin brothers and sisters can get a vaccination? Are we finna start doing vaccinations at the nail shop so our Korean brothers and sisters can make sure they get their vaccinate? Like what what like and, and I I understand someone could say, Well, Kirby, why are we making this racial, multi ethnic kind of an issue? But it is though, because why Yeah, why are you targeting that particular population? You didn't say libraries, you didn't say the club, you didn't say the mall, you said barbershops and <coughs> meaning that you're trying to get people between thirty and 65 years old vaccinated because that's who be at the salons who that's who got the money to have be at the salons everybody else is at somebody's house so <laughs> you know I don't know it looks a little fishy it looks a little fishy I'm gonna have to keep my eye on it I'm not gonna assume but again the conspiracy theorists in me feel like y'all trying to get a certain population of black people vaccinated because it ain't enough of them that's going out here to do it because black people are already you know highly questionable as it relates to the American government and anything that they do as it relates to health or any medications that they administer. They know a lot of us are like constantly referencing the Tuskegee um, situation or the one that I prefer to talk about, Henrietta Lacks, where they stole a black woman's DNA, which is still multiplying in labs across yep. the world to this mm-hmm. day. You know, we think about situations like that um, or even our Native American brothers and sisters um, and my and my ancestors having to deal with taking blankets with smallpox and stuff like that on it. Yep. I'm just not, I, mm, I'm just wondering what's the reason? Are you pandering? Is this like to make up for the fact that you said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Like, or the fact that you probably brought some potatoes out with raisins to the, to the cookout at the Obama's house. And they was like, dog, we done told you about this shit. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Jazzy. I agree wholeheartedly with everything 
Auntie Kirby said. Um, Joe, we not doing that shit, okay? Uh, we're not doing it. You're not going in these other communities and asking the Asians, the Hispanics to to uh get vaccinated. Like Auntie Kirby said, why are you targeting the black population? If you want to do something for us, why don't you make motherfucking healthcare affordable? Because healthcare is still motherfucking high. The rent Ooh. is too goddamn high. Listen, okay, let's let's do something else for the black community. We not, I'm not, I'm not getting that vaccine. Fuck that. And we not going to these barbershops and uh, beauty salons. Talking about getting no vaccine. No. I'm done. Yeah, um, that's not where I usually get my health right, advisement. <laughs> oh, but a lot of black people do get a whole lot of advisement at hair shops and at salons. So that's uh, at, um, at barbershops and salons. So that's what I'm saying. They're targeting a specific population, yeah. specific type of black people. Ooh, Coco. I'm just still wanting to know why. Like, I don't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm not going to go to the hair salon and get no vaccine anyway because it's too much going on in that like he like that's how you know he don't really know what the fuck he talking about that's not a place where people go get a vaccine like it's it's not safe to get a vaccine it's just it doesn't make sense to me and let me get a relaxer and then yeah yeah right yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Girl, hold the vaccine. No, it's just weird. No, like, it's, it's crazy. Let me get I don't some pain, anybody girl. being like, you know what? I wasn't really sure about getting vaccinated since my barber. <laughs> okay, it has it. Now I feel safe getting like, but I think it's, like you're not. You're not going in shops and shops in any other community other than our. You ain't in the white and other, you know, uh, no. shops and hair salons. Yeah, just the line. Well, y'all want to talk doing vaccinations at the golf course too? Right. You know, yeah. Why is that how you talking black? Black churches, y'all come to black barber shops and hair salons. Like that's the only place we be. Um, you know, but when it comes to other people. You just assume they go to the doctor. Okay. Um, it's just a little <laughs> offensive to me. Like, mm. I see where y'all going, but it's just very stereotypical. Um, just like when it's time to feel politics, y'all don't talk to our elected officials, the people we went and voted to deal with y'all asses. No, you want to come talk to Steve Harvey and Kanye <laughs> Wayne and Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Them niggas don't Right. I ain't never put their name down on the ballot. Right. So, you know, it's just a little weird. I don't know why the thought process behind it is not really making sense to me. Um, Why y'all dumb even said it out loud? I would have been like, "Mm." even if that was brought to me, I would have been like, no, that just don't. Like, you actually said it. Like, you actually said it. You probably should have let somebody else roll that out, bro. It wouldn't have been me. I should have let somebody else take the lead on that. And I would have said, why the hustle? (laughs) Also, I just want to point out that it says um, uh, that it's part of trying to, so he has a goal of by July 4th, having 70% of Americans fully vaccinated. 
So I that mean, is why. Make up that much. Right. But that's that's part of why he's to kind of help get to that goal. Um, it's also going to include with the shots at the shop, include free child care for parents oh, who want to get vaccinated, keeping pharmacies open 24 hours a day on Fridays and partnering with some local mayors in a race to see who can rise his vaccination numbers to fastest and so on and so on. So they're offering like all these incentives um, to try to get the vaccination numbers up. I know it's making a lot of people very nervous. Like, okay, what's going on? Why are you doing all of this? I, I think it's raising a lot of suspicion more than anything um, in folks. But I mean, y'all keep y'all good eye on it and see what's going on. I'm interested to see if any salon or barbershop owners that I know um, are going to be taken apart um, in this. So they need to set up. They need to do. Um, what What is the name of the initiative, Auntie Nicole? Uh, shots at the shop. Shots at the shop. Okay, cool. Well, then they need to have some shots at the clan meetings too. Okay, come on now. So, um, well, okay. I don't know. We're going to keep our eye on that. Politics has been very funny acting this year. And matter of fact, we probably next week going to have a whole lot more of politics to talk about. Politics, I should say, because there's a lot going on in these these last few days and that will continue happening. Um, that'll be interesting for us to talk about. Um, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the menu. Um and, and we, we definitely going to have some more rollover stuff to talk about next week because shit's just very spicy this week. I don't know. Right. Um, it's time for let goes. Okay, go back. So when you got to return something, your food didn't come out right, your fries weren't hot, sometimes you got to return it. We like to call them let goes. Anybody have anything that they wanted to let this week? I won't be long. I'm letting go of people trying to tell black women what to do. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Well, all right. And she said what she said and she meant In- Including other black women. All right. Received. Um, I'm letting go of gray pubic hair. Um, <laughs> who authorized that? Who thought that was cute? To sneak up on people. I didn't appreciate it, and um, y'all can take it back. I can't with you. You can have it. <laughs> oh, anybody else? All hearts and minds clear on that part? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to leave y'all with something good, so we got to give you a good to-go plate. Um, so before I say anything, anybody have anything that you want to let people take with them? Mm-hmm. The week? I have one thing. Go ahead, Coco. I think people need to learn how to respect people's boundaries. Whoop, there it is. Ah. But you know, it's it's a it's a topic, but we could save it for, you know, the next episode. But I just think people need to just respect people's boundaries. Period. Mm. That's a whole episode. Like We're we gonna bring on a therapist for that one too. Okay, you know? yeah. And I agree. Okay. And with that, I just want to add with respecting people's boundaries. Uh, oh, wait. Y'all ever had that moment where your mind just go blank? 
Always. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's part of being over 30. That? See, that's that part of the... See, we're going to add that. I get older. That's a part you of have, being you, over 30. You, you ever go walk upstairs to go get something and you get to the top step and be like, what I came with? What? Up? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and then you go back down and you be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you still forget. And then you go back up and you forget again and you just be like, you know what, fuck it. I don't even need that shit that bad. <laughs> but a, a mental just, trick for that, when you do stuff like that, when you lose stuff or when you forget things, either two, one or two things, retrace your steps or start doing something else and your brain will automatically bring you back to the task you were trying to complete. Mm, if you don't, If you don't force it, your brain will typically return to the task you were trying to do. All right. Well, um... We have come to the end of the show. Kirby, um, if you want to remind them um, what our book of the month is. Yes. Well, we got about to have a new book of the month. Yeah, so at this point, if you have not finished yet, go ahead and finish up rereading or reading for the first time the coldest winter ever because this month we will be reading Life After Death. Mm-hmm. Um which is one of the newest parts of the Coldest Winter series by Sister Soldier. So pick up Life After Death um, or, uh, you know, get your Audible version, your Kindle version, et cetera, et cetera, so you can read along with us. Because um, Sister Soldier, she did a great job on that first book, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this one's going to turn out. There it is. So Life After Death this month, looking forward to reading that, waiting on my copy to arrive um, so I can start reading it. And looking forward to putting that on my shelf. Um, let them know how they can reach us, where they can find us. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or even emotional outbursts, or if you want to send us some money, <laughs> hello at extracrispyextrawet.com. You also can donate on Anchor uh, and support us via Anchor. Also, listen all the way through the ads. That is a great way to support us. And you also can hit us on Instagram at Extra Crispy Extra Wet. Whether you want to be a co-host, whether you want to submit someone to be auntie of the week, which we will be starting back again very soon, where we feature black women who are doing big things, aka aunties on the run. Um, again, hit us up, Extra Crispy Extra Wet on Instagram. Hello at Extra Crispy Extra Wet.com. Like I said, if you want to slide us a little PayPal, a little cash out. A little escrow account, piece of little coin change, whatever. And uh, we appreciate all the support and everybody that has been going along with us. This has been such a journey since January, and we're just very excited to see where Extra Crispy Extra Wet continues to grow and build um, and and create interesting conversations with very interesting aunties. Yes. Love it. Love it. Well, thank y'all, ladies, for another amazing episode. Great commentary. We'll see y'all same time next week. Shiny freaking lips. Hey. Hey. Um, well, whether you vaxxed and waxed or not at all, um, I can't. <laughs> we, appreciate, we appreciate y'all listening to us. Um, we don't like to say goodbye, so we just like to say in true ATL form, I ain't there, shouting.